0: Let's talk about stratas uh, and living in condos uh, I remember my years as a reporter um, you would um, occasionally get calls uh, from folks uh, who were shocked uh, who were condominium owners uh, where they were hit with a one-time expense whether it be a building envelope or whatever it may be uh, in many cases that expense would be a one-time cost of twenty thirty fifty thousand dollars it was an emergency and too often it was the fact that um, some of these these stratas did not carry enough money, did not have enough money in reserve in regards uh, for emergencies. And that's a challenge. And some have said, uh, when these condominiums are sold the stratas are sold um you know that look uh the the contingency funds are kept low uh because it's great for selling it it's great to market the costs are low but sometimes along the way there's a shortfall when emergencies do occur well the provincial government is making some uh changes uh to or amendments to the proper uh, strata property act joining me now to talk a little bit about that is ravi kelam bc's minister of housing minister thank you for joining us Hey, Giles, thank you for having me. So walk me through, uh, explain to me a little bit about uh, the government's mindset and wanting to make these changes.
1: Well, Jaz, you've uh, explained it quite well right there uh, from your experience of covering many of these stories. You know, there's nothing uh, harder on uh, families, on individuals, when uh, all of a sudden they realize that they don't have enough contingency funds, the Strata Corporation doesn't have enough funds to cover the cost of uh, a major roof repair or uh, major heating-related changes to the building. And so what we've been doing is meeting with the Strata Corporation Associations, the insurance industry many stakeholders and saying, how do we ensure that we have a level of contingency funds requirements so that individuals who own strata units are safe and protected from any turbulence that may come? And what we found is a strong, overwhelming majority have more than 10% contingency funds in place. But what we found was, uh, as you highlighted, some strata corporations were below that. They were just over the 5% mark. And making people very vulnerable to any issue that might happen with a building. And so this step is, is just to take that into consideration to make sure that people are safe uh, in case of uh, major issues that might arise.
0: And uh, I was mentioning that uh, you know developers view it as a marketing uh, a point where you, you can always say, look, strata fees are, 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 are kept at a reasonable rate or they're going to be low when you buy. Uh, is there any onus on developers at all?
1: Well, yeah, this is uh, something we've been consulting with with them as well, just to make sure that they're captured uh, by this, that the budget that's set for uh, these units when they come on is building in the fact that you need that 10% contingency. So it affects existing buildings, but also new buildings that are coming online. In fact, one of the additional pieces we put into this Mm -hmm. is that anyone buying a Strata unit and now we'll be given information about insurance, what the coverage looks like, uh, so that the buyer that's buying has more information about not only the unit but the insurance in the building, so they can make an informed decision. Uh,
0: this is, I guess, viewed more as housekeeping, uh, but but and you're saying at this point, there most stratas have enough in regards to contingency. Was it, Is this relatively like 10% of, of, of uh, strata corporations or even less than that?
1: Well, from the strata experts we've talked to, they suggest even less than that. But what they also say is that um, you know, and one of the things we've been having discussions with the insurance industry on, because we know these insurance rates can be high, is that th- those buildings that have a contingency funds that are around 5% or slightly higher are also the ones usually that are not doing maintenance on the building, uh, which means more claims, which means more insurance costs, not only for the people in that building, but for everyone. Uh, and so this is not only an effort to protect the individuals in that strata corporation uh, that have a a unit within that building but it also overall will help everyone because if we get less claims it means less uh lower insurance rates uh, overall for everyone so that's why the insurance industry was really happy with the announcement because they know this will have a benefit over time for everyone Mm
0: -hmm. uh around 50 uh, to 2018 2019 there was significant amount of stories about the escalating insurance costs uh, for Stratas uh, to the point where some couldn't even uh, get insurance. It was very difficult to to, to have somebody insure their building. Uh, have uh, these organizations, these Stratas, is it a little easier for them now to have things improved?
1: Yeah, things have improved, uh, I would say, uh, a little bit from then, Josh. That was certainly the, the peak of, of a very challenging time uh, for uh, all the building uh, Strata Corporations. Uh, and prices have come down since then. And again, this measure is in consultation with the insurance industry, the strata corporations. What we've done to, in the conversations with them is saying, how do we, in a systemic way, reduce the risk and and overall start lowering costs? And this was one of those items that there was a consensus on. Everyone agreed that this coming forward would help, um, you know, the strata corporations, it would protect the individuals, have units uh, that may not know that their building doesn't have contingency funds. It protects a new buyer going into the unit because it, it, it requires full disclosure. But on top of that, it helps because the insurance industry sees this as a benefit for everyone to see lower uh, uh, vulnerabilities, lower risks, which means lower costs uh, in the long run. So it really was a triple word score for us.
0: Uh, final question for you, just speaking broadly beyond condominiums and stratas for a second. Uh, you've been housing minister for for a short period now, so a lot of work ahead of you. Uh, can we expect more announcements in the weeks, uh, in, in the month ahead or so, in regards to this particular space? Because uh, yeah, I know you've introduced the rental fund and uh, the uh, the premier's been, been out, out and about talking about housing as well. Can we expect more announcements in the next four weeks or so?
1: Well, uh, we're working right now on a refresh housing strategy, which will be public in the coming months, which uh, will be, uh, I would say, uh, lay out the path for us to address many of the challenges that have been highlighted. And so you'll be definitely seeing that. Uh, coming very soon, Jazz. and and of course, there's always a few more things we're working on. We're uh, uh, heading to Ottawa to make the case to our federal friends about how important housing is. Right now, we're making about a billion dollars a year investment in housing, and they're about a uh, hundred million. So they're at ten percent of of the money we're investing, in, and we need them to get back in the bigger game. So you'll see a, a few things coming from us in the in the coming weeks. And a new housing strategy coming within the next couple of months.
0: Minister, thank you for your time today. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jazz, and uh, stay safe.